Welcome back, goddesses. Thank you again for joining us at the Goddess Mercado Fashionista Activista podcast. Today we have a very special guest, but before I introduce our guest, yeah, I, want, I want to share a little story about why this guest is important. And I wanted to share with you that like many of the vendors that we're working with at the Goddess Mercado and myself, I don't come from generational wealth. I, I don't have parents who founded a big company or built a big, huge business and are able to loan me any money, not even for school. And when I founded the Goddess Mercado, I recruited many of my vending friends that had a similar experience. Our parents are immigrants, they laborers, they have their own small businesses, and we've shared stories and tips and strategies and how to overcome and how to grow and how we can network within ourselves to grow our own businesses. I myself encountered many challenges, not only the lack of capital, but also um, working in unwelcoming and unsafe spaces to simple things like submitting paperwork and managing my finances or, or even submitting taxes. What I learned from the majority of the stories that have been shared is that most the vendors' biggest fear in starting a business is pushing that last button, that button that makes you legit, that makes you an official business where you're in an official system and you're going to have to get your business license, your permits, and you actually have to pay taxes. That part for everyone has been kind of scary because you don't mess with taxes. You don't mess with the government. It's important to connect and find someone that will back you up, that will support you. So I reached out to our very special guest. Martin Gomez is actually the one who filed for our nonprofit. He's a member of our board. He's a local from East LA, born and raised. He was actually born at Santa Marta Hospital, where we have our goddess and our queer mercado. He is a tax consultant and a specialty tax expert, and he is my tax guy and the goddess mercado tax guy, bookkeeper, expert, consultant that we go to whenever we have any financial questions or, you know, uh, we need any financial expertise or reports, etc. Thank you, Martin Gomez, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, beautiful <laughs> introduction. First of all, I want to thank you so much for being a part of us, for encouraging me to, to become a nonprofit because one of the really scary things for me was... Um, you know how I started the Mercado with my friends and I told you, you know what, I'm collecting fees from my friends because at the time you were already doing my taxes. I'm collecting fees from my friends. I'm a volunteer. I don't want to make money off of them. I just want a safe space where we could grow our brands, where we could all work together, volunteer, build this market like a community and thrive. How is that going to affect my money? Am I going to have to pay taxes? I told you, I don't want to make money off of my friends. I just want to be at a safe space where we could work together, we could grow our brands, where we could cross-promote and help each other out. But I was collecting this money, and um, it was coming into my account. And right away you told me, uh, no, that's got to stop. And you took it from there. Right, because I kind of told you, I, I told you that, 
from what you have told me and described about what you wanted, your vision of the Mercado, I thought that it should be a nonprofit because, you know, when 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 you're requesting or asking for donations, that that I kind of saw this Mercado becoming, I kind of told you, let's file a nonprofit and let's uh, see where it takes us as far as uh, what we can do to grow it. And we and by filing a nonprofit, we can kind of request or uh, fill out uh, for donations, for, for grants. Um, and because I kind of, in my entrepreneurial journey, I've, I've met a lot of people from the city, from politics, from whatnot, and, and, and accumulated a lot of information on how to do this. And so when, I, when you asked me, and I kind of wanted, uh, because I've, I've been non-existent in the community and I kind of wanted to kind of give back. And this was, I felt, a way for me to give back to the community by helping you look at your vision and help making it to become fruition. Start it off right. And I want to thank you for that because what I know is that you filed and within 90 days, I got an envelope in the mail that said we were an approved nonprofit. It was a beautiful day of celebration. By the way, that was the <laughs> fastest. That was record-breaking that was time. record-breaking application. That really motivated you, really motivated me and the team of women that we're working with to move forward and yeah. to know that, you know what, we're being backed up. You supported us with the filing, with our finances, with our taxes, with the tax laws. So we went in a little bit more informed. And honestly, I lost my fear because I, I knew then I have someone that I can turn to. I have someone that I trust. I have someone from the community, someone that believes in what I believe in and helping and building entrepreneurs. But let's backtrack a little bit because when I met you, you shared with me um, one, one thing that really connected us was your entrepreneurial journey. You want to share with us a little bit because you're also an entrepreneur. You also started, like we say, you know, you started small. You mind sharing with us a little bit about, you know, where you come from, wh how you started? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I kind of came into my entrepreneurial ch uh, journey uh, by, by, I guess, unfortunate circumstances. I got laid off back in uh, 2000, the recession, 2008, 2009. At the time, it was scary because that was the kind of like the first time that uh, with the recession, it, 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 current bloom, I, I didn't know what to do. But I knew that I didn't want to go back because I got—I guess I had a, a problem with authority, problem with people uh, taking orders that I didn't respect because I believe uh, you lead by example. And not only that, because I wanted my kid at the time, my oldest daughter was very good in soccer, very, very good in soccer. Uh, to the point where she made the U15s for the national uh, U.S. Uh, Olympic team. Awesome. And so awesome. I didn't want to miss any of that uh, because I knew that uh, missing those, you can't take back. You can't get them back. Yeah. Work will be there tomorrow. Any work. You can go to any work and you get it tomorrow. But the memories you have with your kids, my little one, my older one, uh, you can't get those back. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to hit the ground running, hit the pavement and see what I can do. So you went, you went, you shared with me that you went from working corporate in a big tax firm. Yeah, I went, to, from, I went from a big tax firm, from a big uh, accounting firm, one of the top 10 in the world, to, to eating cup of noodles. To eating <laughs> cup of noodles, right. Because I, did, I didn't go in and buy uh, an existing, uh, I didn't go to a broker and buy an existing company. I went on my own, hit the pavement from whatever I started, whatever I had. 
and just uh, took every meeting, took every networking meeting, uh, went to every uh, everything that I that I saw. I would go breakfast, lunches, happy hours, or or whatnot, late dinners or or, or coffees. Uh, I'd take every meeting uh, only because I knew that uh, meeting as many more as many people as I could would help me advance somehow. So yes, you definitely did build your network and we reached out to many in your network yes. actually to help build our right company. Right, right. And by the way, thank you for sharing that, sharing your network with us because um, the vendors at the Mercado, not all of us are well connected. We don't come from big corporate agencies. You know, we don't have this huge network of people that are helping us lead our businesses. So so thank you so much for sharing. Um, I want you to let us know because we're all new, up and coming, budding entrepreneurs. You as an entrepreneur, what kept you going? How long did it take you before you went off on your own? What was it that kept you going and kept you highly motivated to move forward on your own? It was hard at first because like that first year it was really hard. It was, I saw dark, some dark days. It was uh, scary. It was it was uh, stressful, very stressful to say the least. For me, uh, I I knew I just didn't want to go back, so I did everything I could because I know that if you stir activity, something good would happen. But to tell you the truth, I didn't get paid my first. I got my first gig ten months in. Wow. Ten months in, I didn't get paid. That's uh, why you were eating the cup of noodles. That's why I was in the cup of noodles. My kid, did, <laughs> my kids didn't see any change because I, I kind of, I cut back what I could and, and kept their lives seamless. So for them, they, they were having a good time and which I wanted. So it was very important for me to basically take the brunt of it and not my kids. What was the biggest obstacle that you encountered in being on your own? Sales, because some of us are introverts. Some of us have problems communicating or just because uh, w within the community or with uh, with starting a business, people are because you don't have any history. Son uh, mal confiados. They're they're they they don't trust you. You have to kind of build a relationship with them first. Those are little lessons that I've learned that make a friend make a sale. Because once they trust you, once they feel they can have a a, a conversation with you, other than business, that's right. Then they come. Oh, I need a tax. You know, I have a tax question, and they come at ask me and then that's what starts and so and then they'll refer a friend first to see how maybe uh, I, I did the, the work for their friend and then maybe and then they come they, and then they follow suit and then they refer but uh you always try to do the best to your ability so that you can get build that trust with that relationship it's contagious that's right you build one on top of another top of another top of another and you start building your network, you start building your client base. And that's how I, and that's how I started. And, and you know what? That's very powerful because you are mentoring and helping several of us at the Goddess and the Queer Mercado, you know, with you've done taxes for several of us. And what I do appreciate about you is that you do go above and beyond. You make me and many of us feel so comfortable that we can call you and consult with you for for you know any issues that we might have you know with our taxes and i really do appreciate that and that's why you know i keep recommending you and many of us keep coming back to you because you do give that off and i've learned that 
I, I learned that about you, that it is important to forge strong relationships with those that you are working with so that they can trust you so that you can move forward in your mission. So that is an important lesson. I want to ask you as, as a mentor, as a leader, as someone who's helping many of us in continuing this mercado and growing, what are the recommendations that you have for our new vendors, someone that's up and coming, someone who's just starting the business like you did? What is it that's going to help us go far? For me, I think that um, it it starts. I would say because it, when my first year, I needed I needed to build some confidence. Anything that anything any little wins that you can do, because little wins become big wins. And so anything anything that you can do to to advance your business as far as uh, uh, um, networking with somebody, meeting somebody. Taking a chance on a product that you want to you want to sell. That's right. Yeah, uh, you you um, it's taking chances. Collaborating. Um, collaborating. Uh, when you go go and assist people first, when you put people first, people understand or or notice that that you care. And so for me is uh, I always put people first, and basically your your word is bond. So whatever you say, you do, and you continue that uh uh when you start your your word is bond and what you do and what you say must follow you, it's not only words but action as well and in the past i haven't been the best at it but it takes a lot of practice a lot a lot of practice maybe a lot of failures at first because those failures will teach you what not to do and 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 so by doing that by having many failures because people a lot of a lot of People think that, oh, I'm having a bad day, bad sale day. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Persistence and perseverance is what you need in order to be an entrepreneur because it's you see a lot of dark days. It's very hard because if it was easy, everybody would be doing selling stuff. But it's very hard work. It's very lonely. I've isolated myself because if you want to succeed bad, you have to cut out a lot of things. You got to make a lot of sacrifices. You got to prioritize what's important for your beginning entrepreneurs that I, I, I recommend that you cut out a lot of the things that you don't need or, or you can sacrifice and concentrate, persevere and work towards something, uh, anything that you feel that you can, that, that uh, you feel may push you forward. That's um, right. Whether it's reading, because my philosophy, there, it's intake, outtake. Intake, you read, you learn anything that entrepreneurship, motivational, inspirational, and I re read a lot of books on, on people that have made it. That's basically the, the, your, your guide is people that have made it. You get ideas. You don't get a lot of things from a book. Maybe you get one idea, but you, that idea is worth a lot. You know what? One thing. And thank you for that. Wait, and the out and the out is exercise, treating self-discipline, treating yourself because my first year I learned that I, I can't be drinking I can't be going out with my friends I can't because how you feel the next day if you're depressed or you feel bad that drinking makes it worse and so I've learned to minimize my drinking I learned to cut weight because I was I was I was at 300 pounds at one point wow, that's and right. I lost 80 pounds Wow. And I've, and I've been successful in keeping it off. Felicidades. Yes, thank you. That's um, huge. But it gave me confidence, but not only confidence, but it gave me stamina 
to take those bad days and move forward. I like the stamina. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Thank you for that. That's powerful. And, and, you know, what you mentioned right now, I remember consulting with you in the beginning when we had first started the, the nonprofit. I was really exhausted and we had a really bad day. And I, and I told you, I don't know if I could do this. This is, this is really tough. And you told me, it's not about you. That's right. It's not about you. It's about all these people that you recruited. And it's all these people from our community that you're helping. And don't worry, you told me, I'm going to help you. Right. And you keep working and they're all going to step up to it. And, and slowly but surely, that's what happened. So I appreciate you for pushing me, you know, for mentoring me and, and many of us. And actually, I think and I believe, you know, everyone who's listening, that that's what we need. We need to surround ourselves with people like you, people like the vendors that are there that exhibit that behavior that allows for us to be inspired, to work hard and to give back to our community, to empower each other. And you're doing it with the work that you're doing for all of us and the work that you're doing for yourself, because, you know, you, you, you're fit, you're healthy, you know, you're practicing sobriety you're a good family man and many people aspire to be like you are to lead the way you're leading so i really appreciate you for that and i want to tell you you're at a place where many of us that are starting off want to be you know you're you're have your established business how long have you been in business well uh, for me i don't feel like i'm i'm near where i want to be uh, not even close that's awesome because good. uh i i got big dreams big goals if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And so I feel like sometimes I can't get there, but just day by day, you know, I, I feel I can. I throw it out there. I have a vision board, uh, basically, of uh, things I want in the next year, five years, 10 years. And so I really believe in manifestation and believing and seeing, dreaming it. If you dream it, you can achieve it. How do you motivate yourself to get up and follow through with the work that you're required to do? Because you don't have a boss. You don't have to clock in. Nobody's watching over you. How do you do it? How do you overcome those days where you don't feel like doing shit? Right. I call those huevona days. Right. You know, and we've been talking about them repetitively in our thing. How do you overcome that? How do you get out of that mindset? Routine. Routines. You have to build a good routine in the moment. Uh, when I started, I, I was you know, listening to, to successful people, uh, asking a lot of questions how they did it. And, I, and the repeated thing was routines. Build a routine. Set your mind to say, I'm going to get up at 5 in the morning. Four. At, at the time, at my first year, I was waking up at 3.30 in the morning to run. I do a hit class. And then I'd wait and I'd, do, I'd lift weights. And that was, my workout was three hours. But it was very hard at first because waking up at three in the morning, my God, like it's all, it's wow. all mindset. It's all mindset. And so, uh, and I needed help. I, I had, I had my cousin uh, that, that woke me up in the morning. I didn't, and, and it, you know, some days I'd miss, some days I'd go. I, I'd most, I'd go more often than not. And so as time went by, I started going more and more of a routine. So your body started getting, my body started getting used to waking up that early. And so discipline 
and routine is is key because motivational quotes and 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 more speeches and whatnot it's that's in the moment but what happens the next day and the next and those they don't last long i've noticed that yeah they help for the moment maybe to push you for to finish the day strong but the next day it's a new day and so your discipline and your routine are the ones that get you out out of bed but yeah it's the mindset you have to tell yourself the night before i'm going to get up irregardless of what, what i have to, i'm going to get up I'm gonna get my ass up and that's what I, I forced myself to get up i even throw i even rolled off bed and fell on the floor sometimes just to get out of bed because uh i was one of those creatures of habit that kind of like waking up waking up late um i wasn't in the best condition i always worked out but not to the point where i am now Need, not near not, not not even close and so I, I would i would tell your listeners discipline and routine is is basic I, I would say are the two most important things for you to start i'm definitely learning that as you know we're running the mercados because running the mercados does take a lot out of all of us and the night before i practice my mock setup i get to bed early i hydrate especially during the summer I make sure that I'm at the um at at the work site on time because I don't want to let anybody down and I want to be in the right mindset. Right. So so definitely the fitness, you know, eating healthy, staying healthy, being disciplined with your follow through through with your self-care definitely has helped me. I I'll tell you one thing. Um coming from East Los Angeles the way I grew up and as many as Latinos too, we have lousy eating habits. <laughs> where we we uh, probably eat the worst foods. Chicharrones, chicharrones, heavy, heavy foods. Yeah. And so, it took a while for me to to be able to not eat like that. I understand. I understood. Nutrition is vital, and so for me, if you're an entrepreneur, I think you need to invest in yourself first. That's right. Because if you feel good, all the shitty days that you have are not that shitty because you feel so good. You're focused. Your energy levels are up. If you start working out in the morning, your energy levels throughout the day are high. Your focus is amazing. And the confidence that you build because you feel good, it's an amazing, powerful feeling. That's right. That's right. And you know, it's funny because... In running the mercados and, and working with all the goddesses, we call each other goddesses, you know, we address each yeah. other as good morning goddess, hey goddess, what's up? We, we send that message out to all of us, show up tomorrow as a goddess, I can't wait to see you goddess. And I see how the women are showing up and bringing their best goddess selves. And when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good, you think good, you act good, you do good things. And even on your worst day, when you're feeling and looking incredible, you know, at least you have the acknowledgement, at least you got a little, a little piropo from your amiga, you know, you feel right. good and that takes you a long way, even on your worst day. So, so I strongly believe in that and I'm working hard on implementing that into my life and even on sending the message out to the women that I'm working with that it's important for us to take care of, of our health so we can grow, so we can thrive. Because if you can't help yourself, how can you help others? 
If the engine don't work, the car don't the car don't go. That's right. That's right. And That's what did right. I tell you? What did I tell you? When when you're when you're when you're giving advice to these ladies, lead by example. You come as a goddess first. You you do the, uh, the self care, the exercise. You do the routine, and it's contagious because positivity, because the way you are, the attitude is contagious. People love that because the people love to be around positive people. Thank you for that. Yeah, and you're definitely bringing that energy into all of us with your input, and and I'm learning that as I'm working with all the women as we're all working together. We're part of a really strong, beautiful community, and and we at the mercados we all look and feel fabulous. We have fashion, we have business, we have community, we have all those things that I always wanted to be a part of here in East LA, here in City Terrace, and we appreciate you so much, Martin Gomez. Also, I want to remind you that our Goddess Mercado is the second Saturday at every of every month, and you can also find us at the Goddess Mercado Boutique, a carefully curated boutique, and it has products from all the vendors, from many of the vendors of the Goddess Mercado. We're in El Sereno. Follow us on Instagram at the Goddess Mercado or at the Goddess Mercado Boutique or at the Queer Mercado. We're a nonprofit run by a group of passionate lovers of East LA and the community. We want to make sure that we get your support, that you help us and all the local businesses that we're working with grow and thrive so we could continue empowering and creating opportunities for our community. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank want, you, Martin. I want, I want to say something before we go, uh, Diana. I, your 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 community service is incredible because you're building something powerful, not only with the goddess but with the queer as well. Uh, you're doing you're changing a lot of women's lives that I've noticed personally that uh, that that didn't have a place or didn't have or kind of lost, and you're kind of like the guiding light that kind of showing them. Hey, let's do this. Do it right. Do it. Work, and you'll get it. when when you when you work and you and you help your community. Man, you're changing a lot of people's lives here. And I wanted to say that because of that, um, I feel like I'm I'm kind of part of it because I'm. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm doing my part as community service wise because I, I didn't have I didn't partake in a lot of it, and just going helping you and 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 helping each other and helping everyone at the mercado i'm so glad i'm being part of this thank you again for that thank you so much for saying that and wow i i also want to thank you because you not only um formed the nonprofit for me but you've also um, filed in record time nonprofits for several members of our community, including for In the Making, who started a new nonprofit. And you did this, you know, for a very minimal fee. And you did share with me that there are a lot of big corporate, um, big time organizations that have started nonprofits, and that's how they've uh, they've been able to create generational wealth, not just for their own families, but the, for communities that are that they're a part of. And my hope is that you continue to help us and our community, you know, get out of this this cycle of poverty that has been perpetuous in East LA. And I see it happening thanks to you and many of the people that are joining forces with us. Thank you so much, Martin Gomez. Thank, Thank you, you for acknowledging us and for helping us. We love you, and we're glad that you're a part of us. Thank you. Mwah.